Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, February 8th. This is Elliot News with your news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Oregon is allowing widespread coronavirus vaccination for people aged 80 and older starting Monday. But state officials have stressed that being eligible doesn't mean seniors will get the shot whenever or wherever they want. Other states have seen bumpy rollouts, and Oregon expects the same, at least for a while. There is likely to be a great deal of confusion, public health leaders said, and a shortage of vaccine doses remains an issue. Additionally, advocates for seniors said the state is primarily sending seniors to a text service or website portal, which could be difficult for them to navigate. Oregon is one of the last states in the country to move toward vaccinating seniors, though the state also has one of the lowest infection rates in the nation. There was good news Friday as Governor Kate Brown announced the state's allotment of vaccines would increase by 20 percent. That means most seniors, educators, and healthcare workers will have the opportunity to be fully vaccinated by early May, a full month ahead of previous timelines. Eligible Oregonians can schedule appointments at covidvaccine.oregon.gov. Portland's building boom has come to a screeching halt. The number of new building permits filed in Portland last year plunged by 27 percent, falling even below the trough of the Great Recession. A slowdown was already underway before the coronavirus pandemic hit, according to Michael Wilkerson, a senior economist with the Portland consulting firm Eco Northwest. It followed a boom in new hotel and office construction in downtown Portland and new regulations on apartment builders. Then the coronavirus pandemic hit and protests rocked the downtown core, accelerating the fall off. Portland's Bureau of Development Services has notified 13 employees that they will lose their jobs March 1st because of declining permitting revenue. The Bureau says it's holding off on further cuts until spring, when it evaluates the market outlook. A land swap on the shoulders of Mount Hood that's been in the works for more than two decades appears to be nearing a conclusion. The U.S. Forest Service has long been in talks to trade federal land in government camp for acreage owned by Mount Hood Meadows at Cooper Spur, allowing for greater development in government camp while preserving natural areas on the mountain's north side. Environmental and community groups, however, say the deal doesn't meet the second goal. The deal calls for Mount Hood Meadows to retain ownership of Cooper Spur Mountain Resort, including 159 acres of land, an inn, log cabins, and other facilities. Meadows would give up the ski buildings and equipment to the Forest Service and relinquish its permit to operate them. However, the Forest Service would look for a new operator of the ski area under a permit of up to 40 years. That could even be Meadows again if it sought the permit. Oregon lawmakers have filed a slate of bills aimed at reversing decades-old timber tax cuts that deprived counties of billions of dollars. The measures follow an investigation published last year by Oregon Public Broadcasting, The Oregonian and Oregon Live, and ProPublica. The newsrooms found that timber companies, increasingly dominated by Wall Street real estate trusts and investment funds, have benefited from tax cuts that cost counties at least $3 billion over the past three decades. 
Half of the 18 counties in Oregon's timber-dominant region lost more money from tax cuts on private forests than from the oft-blamed reduction of logging on federal land, stemming from environmental protections for the northern spotted owl. Lawmakers are also considering eliminating the state-funded Oregon Forest Resources Institute. The investigation documented how the institute, which has an annual budget of $4 million, worked to discredit climate research deemed harmful to the timber industry and appeared to skirt legal constraints against lobbying. Proud of where you work? Nominate your company for the Oregonian's Top Workplaces program. Visit OregonLive.com nominate. Thanks for listening. Find more news at OregonLive.com and learn how you can support our journalism at OregonLive.com slash pod support.